This is the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your hosts, Roy Mangrum and Jamie Free. Roy Mangrum, Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Here with Chris Martinez and Cole Martinez. So, uh, met Chris and Cole, uh, I guess it's almost two years ago now. Yeah, two years. Um, down at Battle of the Barbell. That was uh, our first uh, the first event Barbell Voodoo ever set up uh, yep. our table. I think you guys had, came in our, our second year of the event. Yes. Yeah, second year. I think I had two t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. That's what I had to sell. Right. So, uh, anyway, so uh, catching up here, we're um, at the Mayhem for Mustard Seed. Uh, we're... Legitimately hiding behind a dumpster. Yep. To keep the wind away. We're not doing anything suspicious. <laughs> it does look suspicious. Yeah. It's not suspicious. So we're good. Everything's legal. We look official. It lo- does look official. We unless, have yellow bands. We're unless somebody walks out here. <laughs> it's okay. I have my yellow band. <laughs> we have our yellow What's band. Up, Nothing like to see here. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Anyway, so uh, anyway, Chris, uh, the the Martinez is, is a family. Is, is a really cool family. Um, you know, and part of the with the podcast was as you're meeting these people just to hear the stories and and every you know we all have a or all have a cool story behind the journey that we're on but um these guys really have a, a really cool story and good people but so we're going to kind of talk about that so uh you know chris one of the things we talked about when we met uh almost two years ago uh for immediately we started talking about new orleans right um i love new orleans <clears throat> And then that's when you told me you guys were from New Orleans. Yes. Um, so you moved to Murfreesboro, right? Because of you like Murfreesboro. Uh, we actually, yeah, we love Murfreesboro, but uh, we moved to New Orleans. We moved from New Orleans to Murfreesboro because of Hurricane Katrina. Right. Okay. And uh, so the Friday before Katrina hit, my job that's based out of Nashville, um, they were offering me a promotion and. Um, I was <clears throat> asking to see if I could take the promotion but live in New Orleans because we did not want to move. Uh, Jessica, my wife, did not want to move. Cole was three years old. And um, so basically we had just bought a house. We were uh, remodeling this house. We had never lived in it, but we were spending every weekend there remodeling the house. And uh, it was fun. But um, so that Friday I was offered a job when I was doing a store visit. I work in, re- I work in retail. And... Um, so I told my supervisor, I said, well, okay, well, let, I, I can't, I know I understand I can't take the position and, and do it from New Orleans, but uh, I really want it. So let's see what this hurricane may do. And then normally if you're from New Orleans, you, you, you grow up with hurricanes and you may evacuate for like a day or two. And then, um, you know, that's it. Hurricanes don't last that long. So anyway, so we were thinking no big deal. They always said that, oh my gosh, this is the big one coming and no right. big deal. So the hurricane got bigger, bigger, and bigger, and uh, my wife woke me up Saturday morning, and she said, we got to go. Let's pack up all our stuff, and we've never evacuated for anything. Right. I mean, even when I was a kid, we didn't evacuate, so this was getting pretty serious. And so we we went and um, stayed at my brother's house in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which is not that far from New Orleans, Yeah. Um, but it's far enough. And then the hurricane got stronger, and um, they were anticipating it hitting uh, Hattiesburg, so... We ended up going to uh, Memphis, uh, stayed in a hotel for a couple days. That's all they had. Went to another hotel. 
they didn't have any vacancies. And so uh, my boss at the time, he said, hey, instead of trying to find a hotel, why don't you come stay with us? And so he invited him. He oh, invited wow. all of us. I mean, it was it wasn't just Cole, Jessica, and I. It was her. Uh, it was her parents, her aunt, her grandmother at the. Um, and uh, so basically, all of us went from Memphis, came to Murfreesboro, and we stayed in his basement, his finished basement. Wow. We stayed in his basement for almost two months. Jeez. So um, that Monday, after while the hurricane was was hitting, we went to uh, Murfreesboro on that Tuesday. Went in, talked to uh, the supervisor that was offering me the position. I said, you know what, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I, take I guess it at this point, yeah. Absolutely, I'll take it. And um, so uh, we uh, stayed in Murfreesboro for two months. So at this point, did you have any clue? Because um, I can't remember the timeline and I didn't prep. Um, it's 2005. Right, but like as far as timeline goes, when you decided to take the job mm-hmm. on that Monday, had everything already just went to hell in a handbasket at that point down there, or no? Not yet. Okay. So it was starting to get bad. Okay. I mean, the, 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 wet, the, the storm came through. So um, you had no idea, like, what shape your house was in at this point or nothing? Right. Okay. Right. No, no. We, we had no idea. Um, but it didn't really, I mean, it got bad, but it didn't really get that bad in New Orleans until that day after. Right, right. When the levees broke right. and the water came in. And so. Right. We our house was on. If you're familiar with New Orleans, mm-hmm. it's across the Mississippi River Bridge right. on the West Bank. That's right. where we lived. Yeah. And so the West Bank was a drier area. Yeah. Um, we didn't have any storm damage to our house. Um, we just had uh, the attic, fence. Attic fan blew off. And an attic fan, attic fan blew off, and then there was a tree that that hit our fence and then knocked the fence down. So we had to fix the fence and fix yeah. the attic fan. Um, but we were able to sell our house for more than what we bought it for, including everything that we we put into it. And uh, bought a house in Murfreesboro. Wow. And the reason why we stayed in Murfreesboro is because we just got so acclimated with it. Yeah. Being, being there for two months. Yeah. And, and we love it. I mean, we love New Orleans. Don't get me wrong. Right, I mean, right. We have family and friends. And yeah. the food is amazing. And some of the best sports team in the country. Ah, there we go. <laughs> are from Louisiana. But anyway. Um, well, speaking of family and friends, too, like my grandfather um, from New Orleans actually is coming up. He actually came up to watch us compete at this. Oh, that's AM's cool. Team. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah a, he's in the stands right now. He's, he came to Battle of Arbells, too. So yeah, That's he's awesome. A great guy. Yeah, but we love it here in Middle Tennessee. Well, it's, it's, you know, I, I just thought that was such a cool story of just, you know, you, you hear, you know, you, you see on the news and you and you heard the stories and and especially when I go down to visit, mm-hmm. um, you know I remember the first couple of times we went down to visit, you know just going through some of the neighborhoods and like oh they still haven't done this yeah. this still hasn't been taken care yeah. of but when you talk to somebody who was actually there and and the emotional stress yeah of leaving all right we're leaving this is it yeah, absolutely we may come back may never come back. Yeah. And especially, I can't even imagine, you know, you said you went from Memphis to his house and stayed there two months. You know, are you three days in going, well, when are we going home? You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. So we, we didn't know when we could come back. Yeah. And we said two months because literally the city was on shutdown. I yeah, mean, it, was it, was, it was horrible. Yeah. And we could not go back. And so as soon as we were able to go back, we did. And then um, at that time, power was lost for right. so many months, I mean, so many weeks. And so uh, I could just tell you, oh. Well, my mother-in-law, one of the things that she was worried about is all her shrimp that she had in her freezer. <laughs> yeah, um, it you was know, bad. Fresh shrimp, yeah. yeah so it Not was bad. So was, fresh. We, we had to completely throw the, the whole refrigerator out of the way in the freezer. But anyway, um, it was just, uh, it, it, it's, it took an emotional toll on us. I'm sure. And, um, yeah. You know, but the city city came back strong. There's some parts that, that didn't come back as strong, right. but then other parts that came back stronger. I think stronger, yeah. Absolutely. 
And then um, it's been like five and a half years already, or excuse me, ten and a half years. <coughs> yeah, like it right. just it flew by. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I think you know, a lot of the, you know, I'd never visited a city until post Katrina, mm-hmm. um, and just fell in love with it. Yeah, from, from the very and everyone I talked to says the same thing. From the first time you go to the city, you just you fall in love with yeah. it. Um, it's it's a, it's an amazing place. It's got a, a good culture, and the food's amazing. Food is amazing. Um, we would not be as uh, in as fit as we are now if we were. If you were living there, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, but, too, um, too many carbs. Yeah. Well, but, speaking of of fit, um, this ties in great. So, one thing um, that I wanted to ask Cole about is, you know, you look around. You can probably look, you know, look around in school. There's a lot of kids, you know, not in such good shape. Everybody definitely. plays the video games. Everyone sits on your butt. What's it? What's it like having two parents that just, they're killing it? You know, um, you got to, I mean, how many kids have a garage gym? A right. legit, not a, not a Bowflex, right. a legit gym at like your house. A legitimate 900 square foot gym. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the funny thing is, is that I'm, uh, I'm actually homeschooled. Oh, okay. So, um, but I still, you know, I socially interact with kids that are my age. I actually have a homeschool group that I go to every Thursday. But, um, yeah, it's different because, you know, I just see, like, you know, people sitting bad posture. Just, you know, it kind of goes back to the motor control patterns that you learn in the CrossFit gym. You know, like when you deadlift... You're a power, you yeah. power lifter. Yeah. You still work out. When you're a deadlift, you don't want your back to be rounded, right? right? Yeah. You want it to be straight, uh, somewhat straight. Um, so it kind of goes back to like things you learn like that. You know, picking stuff off the floor that's heavy, and you know, keeping a rigid spine. Just little things you learn in the gym kind of helps. Um, and I just look around. It's it's kind of sad to where. Uh, not just my friends are, but to where America is today is like, you know, the childhood obesity, yeah. the obesity in adults even. Um, but back to the point where, you know, like you have parents that are crushing it. Obviously, um, me and my dad aren't quite up to the same level as my mom. My mom yeah. is definitely the fittest person in the family. She is uh, actually going to regionals individually. Right. Um, huge. Which is fantastic. Huge, huge. And she is almost a master. She's 39 years old, which is fantastic for her. Um, this is not a this is not a dog in her age. This is a compliment to how fit she actually is. She will be the oldest person at regionals. Yes, top of the top of the age group. Yeah. Exactly, and she's going against 19, 20 year olds, um, people like Brooke Wells, and she's just absolutely killing them. Yeah, she, she does so good. You know, um, meeting her and you know getting to know her as I've got to know you guys and realizing. We're the same age. I'm like, holy cow, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I feel so bad about myself every time I'm around her. I'm like, okay, Man, I'm, I'm in, not going to Ralph's when I leave I'm, here. I'm in the same boat. Oh, <laughs> the same boat as I you. I bet you are, Chris. I, Man, you, uh, you gotta go to Ralph's, though. That's every morning, you're like, oh my God. CrossFit started this whole fittest in the state, fittest yeah. in whatever. I'm not even the fittest in my garage. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, when it comes to family competitions, I podium because there's only three of there's us. Only there's three. Well, there you so, go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got the two dogs. You beat them. So that's, go. that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Out of, out of three humans, I'm uh, third Yeah. when it comes to certain things. Well, that's good. I think it's... Heavier weight, I could probably... There you go. Them. I think it's actually, though, um, we're all obviously very competitive people, but mom... 
mom is doing this for a sport, and I'm I'm doing this to try to become a sport. Like I'm actually I'm too young to do the open, so next year is my first year to do the open. Yeah, thirteen, right? I'm thirteen right 13 now. Thirteen years yes. old. Uh, hence the, yeah, the 13. team name. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. yeah, he's thirteen. Yeah. Uh, team name. Um, but I mean, it's like it's different goals as far as CrossFit. You know, you you work a full time job, you provide for the family, and I think you, for you, yeah, you're a competitive person because I, I mean, obviously I competed with you. I know how competitive you are. But I think it's just you know you you want to stay healthy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like you want to you want to be able to play with your grandkids. You want to be able to you know still move around like a maniac when you're in your seventies and eighties, and you just you want to be healthy. And I think well, it's different goals for different people. Well, and as you get older, I know my my goals changed. You know, it used to be how much weight can I lift, and then you get your blood work when I was in my thirties, and I remember how bad it was. I'm like, yeah, I'm strong, but. I'm not going to live very long like, if I keep Like, this. I have bacon bits in my blood. Like yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember how bad it was, but it was so bad. Right. But, you know, you, you learn. You know, exactly. and, and the thing about CrossFit is it, it really helps improve or change uh, the mindset. And, you know, we were talking about how America, the obesity rate, I do think it's changing. Mm-hmm. I do it think um, people are becoming more aware Absolutely. and more conscious of where they are and where they fit into the whole scheme of things. So I think that's that's a huge positive. But I think it's also amazing that, that they, like, parents are doing CrossFit, so therefore the kids are starting to get into it. And they well, can do CrossFit it as a kids. CrossFit yeah, kids. Exactly. Yeah. So they can do it as a family, just like we are. And then yeah. the Open starts 14, 15. Like, the teen division, the Open, that made waves. Yeah. In Absolutely. Well, you know, when you think, you know, there's everybody, this is such a digital age. I mean, for God's sakes, we're recording this to put on the internet, but interwebs, it's, interwebs. It's such a digital age, and you know, you go to dinner, you see everybody on their phones, and the 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 family isn't interacting together. And this, like you just said, this is something the whole family can yeah. do together. Right. You know, it brings you closer. It's the team atmosphere. You yeah. do team wads together, and just absolutely, it's it, it serves many yeah. many purposes. But uh, something else I wanted to talk about was. Uh, you know, what What inspired you to start Battle of the Barbells? Well, um, the owner of CrossFit Murfreesboro, Evan Satterfield, he, um, he, I've always talked to him about, hey, we can do a competition here in Murfreesboro. And um, so there was an opportunity for us uh, a couple of years ago, about almost five years ago, I think, that the regional team, uh, you know, the CrossFit yeah. Murfreesboro mm-hmm. team was going to regionals. Um, and I can't remember if the time was it, was it, Joe, Josie and Jessica going individual, or was it the team? Um, well, are you talking about Festivus? Yeah. So, well, the first year we did. So, so we did a competition, in-house competition, mm-hmm. that was a fundraiser. Yep. And so we put it on, and I did, uh, just very simple, just because I, I know computers, I yeah. did an online scoring, and, you know, I, I made some heats, uh, made scorecards, and so to me, it, it really wasn't that hard to start doing stuff. Yeah. And so it was very uh, easily run. Right. And so, uh, one thing that we believe in is doing everything to a level of excellence. Right. And so, even that small fundraiser competition that we did, uh, we did it, and I felt we did it as a level of excellence. And right. so, then that happened, and then we thought, what could, what, what else could we do? Mm-hmm. And so, let's host one here at CrossFit Murfreesboro, and then what could we name it? So, we went... Um, there's another couple that that, that you know uh, works with us, and basically um, we all sat and just came up with a name, and we decided they battle of the barbells. Let's yeah. talk about it, you yeah. know, because I, I like heavier weights, yeah. and, and so um, the other couple, John and 
John and Josie Parsons, uh, they, they like heavyweights too. So basically, let's Perfect. do something with ba- yeah. uh, barbells. And is it a clash of the titans? Is it a clash of the barbells? I mean, bar- so anyway, we st- battle of barbells stuck. And so we did our first one in November. We looked all around to see what an open month would be because we don't want right. to step on right. other competitions or whatever. So right. anyway, so we had a competition in November across in Murfreesboro. At that time, we didn't know how successful it was going to be. We had 75 people total that came to, to the competition. It was a two-day competition. Okay, it was two-day. It was a two-day okay. competition, 75 people. We did scaled in RX. And we just had a blast. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked to a couple people. I, I, I can't remember how many vendors we had. We, we had probably had like four or five. Yeah. I mean, it really was small. <clears throat> and, um, but we thought it was awesome. I mean, it went, mm-hmm. it, it, it was big. Smooth. It was, went smooth. And so, um, we feel again that everything needs to be done at a level of excellence. And it needs to be, um, from every facet, Everybody needs to have a great experience mm-hmm. from the athletes, from the volunteers, from the yep. judges, to the sponsors, to the vendors, to the spectators. Yep. And so we feel that we accomplished that with that first year with Battle of Barbells. And so then immediately afterwards, you know, we sent out um, a survey to ask the feedback from all those different people. And we basically took those things to heart and tried to improve on it next year. The next year, it grew to 120 athletes. And then... You know, it just kept on growing. Yeah, so it sells out so fast. Yeah, I mean, we we I enjoy it. I mean, it's it's a this, this year. This like year will this, be fun. Yeah, this, this year's gonna be fun. We'll have some we'll have some good stuff there. Doing stuff like this is just like a hobby to me. It's yeah, but, but I love doing. Well, it. And, and you're you know, you're really good at it. Yeah, you know I what I mean? The the event runs smooth. You know, we we you know we go to a lot of events every year, and uh, you know you kind of. You know, you see good, you see bad, yeah. you know, you know which ones. And, you know, it's a testament, too, when you see how fast it sells out. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's your feedback automatically from your athletes going, hey, this is the, you know, if there's one to go to, yeah. this is the one to go to. Yeah. And, it, and, and the, other, the other thing, it wouldn't be so successful if it wasn't for the people that we have. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, we have a staff. Um, the owners are Jessica, my wife, and myself. Mm-hmm. As well as John and, and Josie Parsons. Mm-hmm. Shout out um, to John, eighth fittest fireman in Tennessee this year. Yeah, he, <laughs> there you actually, go. that's right. He finished eighth. Uh, all all he does is PR. Um, so, anyway, so the four of us, uh, we, we own the competition, but we have a support staff of people that that help us out with judging and and uh, social media right. and you know stuff it's like huge. that. It's, it's a ton yeah. of work. You know, I, I can't imagine. Number one. You have to have the great organizational skills Absolutely. to pull that off because it's a lot. Yeah. You know, you know, trying to, you know, get enough volunteers and the shirts and the, you know, get the, the wads. You got to test the wads. You got to yes. make sure that, you know, the heat's run on time. There's so much that goes yeah. into it. Absolutely. And I don't, you know, you hear people like, hey, I'm going to put together a comp. Oh, <laughs> are you now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. You're right. So I don't want to make light of it. It's a lot tougher than what it it is. Um, But I love doing it, so therefore it's not work to me. Right. Um, And it isn't work. I mean, it's it's not my job. It's it's, it's just something (laughs) I do on the side. Legitimately, it is not work. I actually have a career. I have something else. um, But... It's it. You can't do it yourself. No, yeah. and that's the thing. You have to have a team. You have to have a team, and you have to have a team that's passionate about success yeah. and passionate about excelling. I mean, from again every every part of it, um, you know, from the logistical pieces, from from the organizing, um, 
the the time flow of the event yeah. and um, the sponsorships. I mean, we, we have people helping us out that have experience doing that, you know, seeking uh, in marketing and, and seeking yeah. vendors and sponsorships. And um, we what we want to do is we want to make a really good, and if you've been to regionals, yeah. CrossFit regionals, mm-hmm. It, so we want to make like a regional type experience here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in our backyard, basically. Yeah, and, that, exactly. and that's what we want to do to, 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 to basically give the best experience that we can. In middle well, Tennessee. and I think when you look at you know some of the bigger comps, you know, I know I, me and you were texting back during, texting back and forth during Wadapalooza. You're right. like, dude, I've got all these cool ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, and I think it it, it is cool that you raise your own bar. Mm-hmm. You know to okay well i'm going to top myself next year next year you know continually grow the comp and just creates more and more interest more and more athletes want in you know last year was huge holy cow it was huge it was huge it's gonna be even bigger this year too and 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 yes exactly so we don't hope it's going to be bigger we have an expectation it's going to be bigger yeah and bigger doesn't necessarily mean always more athletes bigger means what else can we do but we don't want to outgrow um, too fast. We don't want to grow too fast. We want to grow yeah. right. right. We, because, because we, we don't want to basically, we don't want any part, like I said earlier, we don't want any um, experience to be like, whoa, you know, maybe it, maybe maybe it's too big for them. We don't want that to happen right. at all. We want whatever we do, it needs to be, you know, on point. And it yeah. needs to be like clockwork. Everything, one of the biggest things is that we have to run on time. Yeah. So yeah, we can fit more athletes, yeah. But we may not guarantee running on time, I and mean, that's that's not, that's that's unacceptable for yeah. us. And we have to run on time. Well, and I know you know as a vendor, you know, uh, my wife when we do that event, she's like, "What time will you be home?" I was like, "It'll be six o'clock." Yeah, you know, I know what time I'm going to yeah. be. Confidently home. say that. Yeah, yeah, because it's not, you know, there's been events we go to. I'm like, "Well, it says last heat starts at four and like, that damn, happen. It, it, the last heat didn't start till six. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm two hours away from home. Like, eh. Yeah. I'll be home eventually. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think it's uh, speaking to like every detail. Like they're meeting, they they met like after Battle of the Barbells. We ate dinner with John and Josie, and we planned next year out pretty much. And it, it's that's what it takes. I exactly. Think. And um, I mean, I've competed at several other competitions, um, and not that this is the wrong thing that people want to start a competition, but if people do, make sure you have it like on time. Like I was competing at one, and they were they were almost two hours behind like they had to cut out their last workout just because they were so far behind and that i feel like i mean if you're gonna do it do it right and i think battle of the barbells has definitely done it right like i think it, i think some people you know you have the best intention exactly hey, i want to run a comp right you that's know, not a bad thing but i i do think a lot of people go into it not realizing the level of yeah. what it takes to to, to put it on. It you takes know, a ridiculous amount of work. You know, just in the in the gym where I train, they've done like just little in house comps, and and that could be a lot of work. Time yeah. work, absolutely. You know, they put on an open event every year, and just you know, helping them out with the open, yeah. just knowing what goes into that. They put on a big big to do yeah. on Saturday with you know everybody has name plates and mm-hmm. you got to change the name plate and sign up for the heat and da da da. Yeah. Oh, so much going. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, man, I can't imagine you had to do this, you know, ten times. Yeah. You know, in and, a day. See, and one thing, one other thing about Battle of Barbells is not only do we do we value you know, excellence and being on time, but we also are community oriented, and we want mm-hmm. our community to look forward to this event. So we want them coming yeah. back. Absolutely. And because we love the CrossFit community of Middle Tennessee, 
you know, we have other services that we offer. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to run a competition and they have no clue what they're doing, you know, we can help them out. If they, you know, if, if, if they need uh, a scorekeeper, they, they need judges, if they need, yeah. you know, an MC. We have a fabulous MC. Yeah, he's good. Shout out to Matt Huey. Matt, Matt Huey from VTG. Yeah, across the VTG. Yeah, Matt's, um, Matt's legit. Yeah, he yeah. is. I told him, I was like, you do this professionally because you should. Well, if anybody wants any help, BattleTheBarbells.com has all the great. So he's a natural on the mic when it comes to karaoke. Oh, and, he, and, 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 and we and, and John and I basically said, let's get Matt to do it. So Matt, Matt's amazing. So yeah, yeah so so Matt's part of our team. Yeah, and and, and he's an amazing MC. And so, you know, we have a lot of things that we have in house that that we do, but we can also help the community yeah. if, if they need help running a comp. Well, and, you know, I think that's cool. It's a good service to offer because a lot of people, you know, may have some of the resources to put on, uh, you know, their own comp, right. but they're like, eh, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to organize. How do you get vendors? Yeah. You know, you know, I, it, there's a lot, a lot to it. If, you know, when you have someone who has experience, like, Hey, outsource that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, get somebody who knows what they're doing. Like, Here, let me, you you do what you put the wads together. Yeah. Let me go find your vendors. Let me let me find your judges. Absolutely, and that's another thing. So, so part of our website, you know, we have one thing. Okay, so my son's a competitor, my wife's a competitor, and I like to do some wads. I mean, I, I like to compete <laughs> sometimes. And so basically, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I like to compete. And so you know, where where could we find a calendar? of where the competitions are. And so yeah. one thing that, that I decided to do and just put a page on our website, hey, you guys want to advertise your, your comp? If it's in Middle Tennessee, advertise it for free. And then bam, it's on there. And then we also, uh, there's people that, you know, that have sponsored ads on our page. Yeah, I saw yeah. That, yeah. And so basically if somebody's looking there and they're looking for somebody that to offer a service, like a photographer or whatever, I mean, we you can go to our website and see, that this person does this. Yep. And so, you know, if, if somebody needs help finding a, a sponsor or a vendor, we're not that big yet, but right. you could basically go to our website and find at least three companies that, yep. that'd be willing to do it, three and, or four. And definitely it's like, you know, it's it's a good thing too, because Battle of the Barber, like you said, is very, very into the community. Like we, we like to be into the community. And that whole, you know, information page that we have, uh, wanna run a comp, check out these services that we run. Basically, it creates notoriety for us, but it also helps build the community as to, you know, I'm not saying that we do it perfect, but I'm saying we do, I mean, they do it. I'm not an organizer. They're an organizer. They run it very well. One of the best competitions I've ever seen. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, I mean, it's like it creates business, creates notoriety for other people, and also creates notoriety for us. Like, man, that was a great event. Oh, thanks. You know, it's courtesy of Battle the Barbells, you know? Um, And then it drives business to their gym. Like, man, they had a... Yeah. Great competition. Maybe I'll check out their main event yeah. in November. True. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah, and it, and it's and it's really it's really, I mean, yeah, it's us, but it's not just us because you know you know we've dealt with you, Barbell Voodoo, yeah, for a couple absolutely. years, and so like, just communicating back and forth, we're like-minded individuals, and yeah. so we want to help the community. We want to, I mean, we want to help the CrossFit community by any by any which way. I mean, you're you're at just about every event that, that yeah. we compete at, or every event that there probably is. And so it's really cool. Yeah, a lot of them. yeah, it's really cool to see that Barbell Voodoo Floor de Lee, yeah. you know, being worn by people that live in Tennessee. You yeah, know, yeah. Just somebody. It, is, it is. It's it's very funny when people come by the they'll come by the tent and they'll be like, "So you're at New Orleans? Nope, at Nashville." Oh, yeah, <laughs> Throws them yeah. for a loop every yeah. time. Uh, Explain it's, that, uh, but it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, there's a quick thirty minutes. That was, yes. about, that was it went fast. by really quick. 
So uh, anyway, so if somebody wants to check out more about Battle of the Barbells, it's uh, battleofthebarbells.com. Yep. Is that right? Battleofthebarbells.com. Very simple. All right. Uh, any uh, other social media stuff like that? Yeah, we are we are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Snapchat we're on tw- now. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, we just started Snapchat. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I think, don't either. I, I think we help. have like four followers, or I mean, I don't know if they're followers or what. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I have no idea. But anyway, Battle of Barbells has this. Uh, that's why I have a social media person. Exactly. There you go. So I, I, I don't do that. But anyway. so go to battleofthebarbells.com, yeah. and if you see a social media link, click on that. Click Absolutely. On that. And then. Um, <laughs> Look for our main event, yeah. which is November 19th and 20th uh, at CrossFit Murfreesboro. That is our two-day main event. And we, we've done some... When's registration going to start? I, uh, it's going to start soon. Soon. I, I can't... Soon. Stay soon. tuned. Stay tuned. Be on the uh, interwebs. We'll post yeah. stuff. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank yeah. you, Roy. Bye.